0: Former royal editor of the Sun, uh, Charlie Ray. Uh, good morning, Charlie. <laughs> good morning, Kirby. Here we go again. <laughs> uh, it's, only, it's only the seventh of January. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, I mean, you and I can remember. I think we were almost working together back in the nineties during the mm. Diana uh, saga, which was, of course, uh, incredible. You know, an incredible royal story that mm. uh, shattered the kind of. Uh, myth that the royal family are above all of these uh, earthly matters, you know, uh, and we we witnessed painfully the. Uh, breakup of that marriage between Diana and Charles and then there was of course the sensational interview with Martin Bashir now discredited because of the underhand techniques he used to lure the princess uh, into his evil web Uh, but uh, now look at this this story Uh, this Prince just unleashing Uh, just a volley of extraordinary revelations about his family, things that I think any decent person would say you shouldn't reveal. Uh, I mean, uh, I was on a TV show last night and I was asking these apologies for Harry. You know, the the Harry and Meghan fan club, Charlie, are still saying, still trying to defend him. Now, uh, let's give him some uh, sympathy. He is a man who... Uh, for some reason, has never got over the death of his mother. I mean, sympathy for that. He is clearly mentally, uh, I would say, ill. He's got uh, serious mental health issues. So for that, he deserves our sympathy. And sure. No-one no would attack a man for being uh, uh, upset over the death of his beloved mother. Uh, but that does not... That should not have given him licence to write this book. To say what he said about his father, about his brother, about his family—it's—it's it, it, it's malicious and spiteful. I—I I cannot believe that the Harry and Meghan fan club are trying to defend him. It's indefensible, isn't it?
1: I think it's indefensible, and you're up. But you're absolutely right—the Meghan and Harry fan club are trying to defend it. I mean, these are machine gun revelations and accusations that have come out, and it is and it's, and it's yeah, it is a blockbuster, there's no question about that, because of the very nature of what is being said. We're, we're talking about Todgers, lip gloss, <laughs> killing ta- Taliban, uh, it, my brother hit me, threw me on the floor, and I, I broke the dog bowl. I mean, it, it's astounding what, what has happened. The thing that, to me, comes out is that Harry apparently is blaming everyone else for... Everything that's happened to him or gone or he's had to go through
0: this guy's got more chips on his shoulder than a fish and chip shop it really has (laughs) I think that the uh, the Harry and Meghan fan club I mean many of them the the undertone of their stance is they don't like the royal family They don't like British tradition. Uh, They want to destroy the royal family Uh, and uh, uh, Harry is their hero in this respect but uh, you know, in terms of, you know, this fight that he had with his brother, you know, uh, w- William got, he said, the Red Mist descended. Uh, this is, a, and then Harry says, uh, uh, you know, I didn't hit him back. You know, and, and what, they, what these, these uh, the, the fan club are saying is, this is a very serious matter, you know, that the future king of Britain is a violent Man who violently <laughs> and viciously attacked his brother. It's a couple of brothers having a fight. How many brothers haven't had a fight? I've got a brother. We fought like two, you know, like dogs our entire youth. All brothers fight. And I don't care yeah. if they were old. Older brothers fight as well. It isn't a big deal. Uh, William hit him. Harry says, Well, you know, I'm no longer affected by the awfulness of the royal family and racist Britain. I'm in California now. So I didn't hit him back. So, this is Harry's approach to a punch up. A former soldier uh, gets hit, falls into the dog bowl, uh, his necklace comes off. Luckily, his earrings stayed on. Uh, and uh, 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 what, he said, I didn't hit him back. What does he do then? He phones his therapist.
1: Yeah, I, I know. mean, what
0: the hell's that all about? It It is, and it,
1: let's not forget, a few weeks ago, he was complaining about the fact that Mel- Meghan was going through, uh, you know, me- mental issues and couldn't get any help from anybody at the palace. Did he forget he had a therapist at the time that he could just <laughs> ring him up and say, look, can you come and help me- uh, Meghan? The tragedy of all this, Kevin, mm-hmm. is that Diana, unfortunately, must be turning in her grave yes. at, by the way things have gone. She always wanted Harry... To be uh william's wingman and he's now turns out to be william's hitman yeah and i think that that is the tragedy of this this whole thing and also diana always referred to harry as despair you know she never you know it, it wasn't it wasn't meant as a derogatory term that's the way life is in the royal family you know the the senior royal will become the monarch the the one under the second in line will go down the list, and he's now what is it fifth? Well, he will go down even further when George grows up and has his own family, and he'll you know it will be right down into the into the double
0: figures. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, uh, and let's not forget, you know, uh, look at Prince Philip for seventy yeah. years for pretty much seventy years, he he played the spare to his <laughs> wife. Uh, you know, that's part of uh, that, royal life, and that's at the heart of. Uh, Harry's turmoil, isn't it? For some reason, even before Meghan came up and stirred the pot, and made it matters worse. Without a doubt, he's never been able to accept that he's not going to be the king. That uh, the royal family runs quite rightly in a strict hierarchy, and uh, you're either the heir to the throne or you're not. And you have to accept yeah. that. So all these facts of life, the death of your mother, look uh, utter sympathy for him and all of sure. them. Uh, but you know, we've all lost parents. I lost both of my parents in the last ten years. You, you know, you have to deal with it, and he hasn't dealt with it, and he hasn't been able to deal with the fact that somehow or other, he's not going to be the next king. This no, guy, but, this guy's got serious mental issues, hasn't he? But I,
1: I, I repeat what I've said to you before, and that was that Harry and Meghan were always going to have a, a place in the royal family. They were going to be a key key members of the slimmed down monarchy. Okay. And it was always going to be the plan as I understood it, that Harry, when William becomes king, he was going to be right up there as an advisor to his brother. Um, but all, the, all that's out the window now. You know, I, I heard you mention in your intro when you were talking to Crystal earlier on about don't come to the coronation. Absolutely, stay away. You do not. We don't want you here at this coronation. I suspect he will get an invite,
0: but I I cannot see him being here. It is impossible for him to be here. I think if he does come, if he and Meghan come, it will have serious security implications now because, you know, most of these revelations are fascinating, they're brilliant stories, uh, but they don't really matter that much. But it does matter that he's broken the sacred military code, boasted about how many Taliban he killed. The Taliban's reaction so far has been mocking and contemptuous. Uh, But underneath that, the undertone is sinister. These people are international terrorists. Uh, And Harry has painted a target on his back, a man who bangs on constantly about the safety of his own family. He's just compromised his own safety, the safety of his family and the safety of the royal family, possibly the safety of people in this country. It's extraordinary. And military experts, his former colleagues, are utterly furious with him about this.
1: Uh, even Ben McBean, the the, the Victoria Cross uh, winner, is critical of Harry uh, in in mentioning this this killing. Um, uh, and and I, th- yeah, I mean, he was bragging about about the killing, and it, it's just dreadful mm. and i suspect uh you know out in montecito the security at his home will have been upped it has to have been yeah. um, with with his with his private security team and um, because as you quite rightly say he's now got a huge target on his back from from these people and again you know as you said the man has always complained about security Well, we took away his gun guard his royal protection um, Scotland Yard Police, that was because he was living in America, why Why should we pay, you and I pay, and the, the readers and listeners pay for that security? Yeah. It's just not. It's just not right. And he's got
0: enough money to have to hire a, a regiment if yeah. he wanted. Well, he's going to have to. He'll have yes. to up his own security. You're quite right. No reason we should pay for it. Uh, but it's just cost himself a lot of money. Uh, this book will no doubt sell well, despite the fact we know every gory detail from it. Uh, so the scrutiny implications are very worrying. And the Sun today, uh, he talks a lot, of course, about sex and drugs. Uh, no rock and roll, but sex and drugs uh you know uh, lost his virginity to some woman behind a pub. Uh, She liked horses. She rode him like a stallion. Thanks for that detail. William and Harry are circumcised. Really? I don't really need to know that. Uh, He had frostbite of the penis when he attended Will's (laughs) wedding. No thanks, Harry. Don't need to know that. Uh, But uh, today, uh, in terms of his drug taking, he talks about uh, smoking weed, taking magic mushrooms, taking cocaine. He said cocaine didn't do anything for him, as I suggested the other day on the talk. Well, he needs to get a better dealer, doesn't he? Uh, Uh, but uh, uh, this is the front page of the Sun today. Yeah. Uh, Captain Wales, Mr. Drugs Test. Now, this is when he was serving, uh, based on a military base up in Suffolk, uh, and every, office, every single soldier there had had to be drug tested. That's what they do. They seal the base. Everyone else had a drug test. Uh, miraculously, uh, Harry was allowed back to London in his Audi uh, for urgent royal business, and and never took a drugs test. No. Uh, so and, and this story is full of. There is no suggestion that Harry had taken drugs. Oh yes, there is. <laughs> Well,
1: I mean, I mean it's, quite, it's quite incredible. He'd actually been up uh, to London to, to the palace and had just come back again when suddenly the army drug testers arrived unannounced and then Harry was suddenly allowed to leave the base and go and um, go back to for urgent business. Uh, at the palace now that may well be true but it does leave a huge question mark as to why he was exempted from taking this this test that All other soldiers, whether you were a private or a
0: a colonel, had to take. Yeah. I don't care uh, very much that he took drugs when he was a teenager. What teenager doesn't these days? Uh, But if he was taking drugs when he was in the military, when he was flying helicopters, I think we should be told, and I think there's more to this story uh, than meets the eye so far. So uh, I think the trouble that Harry is in over his extraordinary book is uh, very, very deep, and certainly not over yet, to the extent, Charlie, then I'm afraid you're going to have to talk to me tomorrow as well. Uh, so, I'll look, thank, thank you for your time today. Always At least I get an extra hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because eight o'clock tomorrow. Talk to you then, mate. Thank you very much. That's uh, Charlie Ray, the brilliant former royal editor of The Sun.